Hello guys, welcome to Run Planet. Hope everybody's doing well. Uh, we are here in the spring, a cold spring, but nevertheless, um, we are here. And uh, but nevertheless, it is spring and uh, it is good conditions always, regardless, uh, you know, uh, for racing um, because it's cold and you know the only thing with spring is a little bit of wind. Anyways, today we're going to talk about like um, different type of taper methods or peaking methods or um, you know how you can kind of try to get best out of you and see what works for everybody and everybody's different. Um, I always like, um, I always just like one week taper uh, and I'm not saying I'm, you know, you, you got to taper for every single race. No, I think you just you gotta have some kind of system where to get best out of yourself, you 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 have to lose some of the fitness that you have, just a little bit, you know, to freshen up. That's the only way it, that you know that allows that three percent improvement in your race time. That means you gotta have the discipline to rest, okay? And a lot of times people don't have the discipline to rest. They want to get the last bit of fitness out of every, you know, workout. And, and, and the secret, at least on my side, I wouldn't even call it a secret, but it's like it took me a long time. It took me failures. It took me other coaches' perspectives and things like that for me to understand that that's the key, you know. Now, of course, if you're, if you're racing every week, you can't... You can't um, do that right but if you're racing you know once in a while even if you run once a month I have this cycle where I like to pull where you go three weeks train one week taper and then a race so the three weeks allows you to get to that next level and and then the one week allows you to one week allows you to reduce your fitness okay um, or, I mean your fatigue I'm sorry it reduces your fatigue which allows you to go into the race and, and be able to to really get the best out of yourself because that's what it's all about going into a race getting the best out of yourself and and you know that's the only thing that you need to promise yourself when you go to a race that say hey what is my best for the day? What am I going to get out? You know? And then you go and, and you try to get the best out of yourself in the race. And that's what you have to do. Um, and I think a lot of times, in a previously in my running career, I did not get the best out of myself because I didn't taper. I was too aggressive. I always wanted to get more mileage. And I always said I'm training through it. And up to this day, I ask myself, what was I thinking? Okay, training through what? At certain point, you have got to show the results. At certain point, you have got to peak. Otherwise, you're always at 90%, 95%. Don't get me wrong. You can still run great. I have done it. You know. But what we're talking here about? Can you run your uh, strongest and your you know your absolute best uh, in these scenarios his answer is no okay 
Now, taper, it looks different for everybody. And I'm not talking just marathon, half marathon, 10K. But in this scenario, I, I'll give you a couple examples uh, how my taper, my taper looks. And look, and honestly, if you want to go and copy it and try it, it's great for me, you know. Uh, hopefully, that will make you successful. Uh, um, usually, on a race week, I, I just... I cut my mileage into the half from previous three-week averages, okay? And that's a drastic move, but it works for me. Uh, I've tested it out. In, in, it worked for me because I believe it's going to work, okay? If you, you have to first believe of what you're going to do in order for that to work. If you don't believe in the taper, it doesn't matter if you taper or not. If you don't believe in it, you'll just get screwed and you'll get you'll run even worse. I've done it before where I don't believe before or something and I don't run well, okay? So you have to 100% believe in what you are trying to do, okay? what? Why are you taking a rest day? Why are you tuning up? Why are you reducing fatigue? You know, why are you training 50% less than normal? Because you, you, if we were to divide like each week by points, right? For example, how many points do you get for intensity of your whole week? And then you get all these points. In a way, you can, you can actually add that. There is a way to do it if you train by heart rate. You can add all the points and you can do all those things. And then it just shows you, hey, you know, I got 150 points this week. So this is a high intensity week or whatever, if you have your charts. Um, but then, okay. And then, and then basically, let's say if you average like 80 miles a week in the previous, previous three weeks, right? Then on a race week, you will run 40 miles, including the race. Okay, this is, this is more like... Yeah, including the race. So, like, if you're doing a half, I think in the marathon you, you'll have to have a little bit more mileage because because the marathon itself is 26 miles. But in this case, the race itself should be 33% of my mileage, which is a half marathon, which I'm running this weekend. Um, so that's that's a significant amount of cutoff, right? But that the whole point is the whole point is. I'm reducing the fitness or the fatigue while at the same time I am reducing a little bit of fitness as well because I, I, I need my body, I need my body to be able to give it a go at a high intensity for one hour and plus in, in a half marathon race. And in order for me to be able to do that, I need to be able to push in the race. And if I don't, you know, if I, let's say if I don't take the, you know, let's say if I don't taper I've learned if I don't taper that I'm not able to to get best out of myself on the race days I'm just not you know like I feel like the extra pop is not there in my legs the the excitement is quite quite fully not there and I'm just not able to get that get that you know be able to pump the the heart rate to where it needs to be like few weeks ago I raced in Washington DC and I, I didn't really fully taper that week you know I still did like 10 miles 12 miles on Monday Tuesday so like which usually I don't do that on a race like on a race um, week uh, but and, and it showed you know I went to the race and I kind of was not able to push the heart rate up as much as uh, 
perhaps if what if I would have just totally peaked how I always peak um, so we'll see the difference this week I still was able to run a 109.30 and I think it's just I think that's a little bit too slow for me uh, it's not really my current shape but I will find out this week where I'm currently sitting at you know what is my current shape and that will be a good indicator because I am fully tapered uh, I am reducing my mileage 50% I am going into a race stoked as I call it excited and I'm gonna push it and I'm gonna push it and, and I'm gonna go you know I'm gonna compete guys you know uh, I, I expect to get out of best out of myself and you know honestly anywhere you know anywhere from five flat to five five fifteen uh, you know that's my range and, and that's where I'm gonna go with uh, whether somebody's there or not you know that's where I feel like I'm gonna be at um, now I don't like try to like when you go to a race my main thing is I need other people for to run fast like let's say if I show up to a race and nobody's there um, part of me would, would be very disappointed okay because I cannot run my best if other people are not there and the other people need to be as good as me or better than me or slightly just a slightly worse okay but these people these characters or whatever I'm a character too these people they need to be there otherwise it's tough to PR it's tough to run your best now don't get me wrong I can still do it but I'm just saying you need others to help you and they need you uh, so that together you guys can go out there and PR or, or run or not PR get your best and if you get your best you most likely PR maybe perhaps who knows maybe you don't but you get your best best result and that's what I'm that's what I'm always preaching and, and saying to people hey look you need the others you will go to the competition and you look around and it's like hey you can look all around you want but I always hope I see fast guys I hope because without them I can run fast you know and look if they beat me I'm not upset that they beat me you know so many times I've gone to race and I there are better guys like in Washington DC when I was running I know I knew that that there are 104 and 63 guys Olympians I knew that there's no way that I can you know at least currently I'm not in that shape I can't go 63 64 I, neither have I ever have that so far so of course I'm not able to go with that group okay I don't even go because I know I can't um, but I am like always looking for like hey like are these people within my reach can I go like with these people you know like for example if they're like five seconds faster than my PR I always say well you know what I can take a risk with this group I can't you know like that's not like too much and it's better to I go with them than run alone right uh, and, and and that's a decision that you have to make like sometimes so I try to make that decision you know I try to make that decision and so that I can I can go and, and go for those times and, and take these group you know the other people and, and, and you know just go for it otherwise you know I just stay around Crestwood and I, I find a local race here and I can run alone you know that's the whole point of going to a race you know it's a competition we, we want to bring the best out of ourselves and word you know competition and all of that we promise 
I, there's a saying we promise that to do our best so when the race finishes uh, I don't look I don't try to make excuses like in Phil, in, in, in uh, Washington DC when I ran 109.30 that was still my best for the day like there was no excuses you know like I didn't taper fully that's my fault I didn't say I didn't say you know I ran 109.30 uh, two and a half minutes off my PR because I didn't taper that's not gonna be me I ran my best and I beat everybody in that race that I was capable of uh, you know it came down to a finish for like fifth sixth and seventh place and know I was still able to beat the other guy that's as good as me you know but the first five guys they're all 65 64 guys I had no business and neither and I was not there with them because I was not able to do anything so I mean that was that was as good as I was gonna get that day. Now could I run faster? I'm, probably I could run faster, but I didn't, and that was my best. And so we're moving on to the next week, and so on. And this week we're gonna find out, hey, where is my fitness uh, in maybe a competition where where I'm able to you know go for top three, maybe win, maybe be second. I have no idea. I don't know the field. But I'm just going to this race and, you know, I'm trying to do my best. Now, how do I structure my week? Well, I, I, my taper usually, uh, as soon as I finish that Sunday's long run, and, and it's always easy. The Sunday previous long run could be anywhere from 80 to, you know, 90. Sometimes last week was a little bit more. Uh, but it was easy, you know, I was able to get like 83 miles last week. Um, so, and then I start my taper uh, with Monday, you know, like I start, uh, usually what happens first is we start with Monday, I, I get rid of that second run. So now I'm just doing the 60 minutes or whatever, you know, uh, 65 or just like, let's just say you do like nine miles or you know, they call it a day. Uh, then usually on Tuesday is is out. if the race is on Saturday then on Tuesday you can do a tune-up now what is a tune-up people always ask well the tune-up is just a, some sort of a workout that you know prepares the body look during the race week we're not trying to get better anymore we, we, we have a, a accepted our fitness at this point and all we're doing is we say well we got to tune up the body so that the body is 100% ready for the performance that we're seeking okay so you go to this you go to this you know what if you're running a half marathon then you need to get you know some sort of a half marathon effort or some sort of like it could be a three mile tempo it could be a four mile tempo it could be a breakdown but four by mile with 60 second rest it just depends like what 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 you're trying to do right and how you're trying to structure your training for me, it's always a. I, I always just do a 5K. I do a 5K uh, at like that tempo effort, and you know I have a course by my house that measured that I always do it. And you know I just I really just try to run by heart rate. I try to get up and, and spend at least 10 minutes at that race effort that I'm going to be doing on Saturday. So realistically, it's it's my last chance always on Tuesdays or something to to tune up the body to kind of be like okay how do I feel you know how's this heart rate feel what needs to be done so if I'm pretty satisfied with Tuesday everything goes good uh, in terms of um, you know how my body is responding and everything then then I'm then I'm in good spot then I don't need to do anything else in terms of um, 
uh, you know, doing anything more mileage. So that involves just two and a half mile warm up, 5k tempo, and two, and a, two miles cool down. So that's it. Then, I, then the following day, I just run again for easy 60 minutes. And then I always take a day off on Thursday. And I'll tell you why I take a day off. Uh, I just, you know, it, I prove myself on this day off that, hey, look, no amount of training is going to help me anymore. But I'm so confident that I say I'm going to rest today. And I'm not even going to run. And, and, and I'm not going to freak out about it. You know, some people freak out if they don't get it. I say, hey, look, I'm resting up. I'm going to take an Epsom salt bath. I'm going to just do all those things. I'm going to just relax. You know what I mean? And I'm just going to, like, enjoy my day. Maybe I'll go to a movie or something like that, you know. Maybe I'll do some yoga or whatever. But I'm not going to run on that day. And, and then on Friday, I'll just do usually a 30-minute run with some strides. And uh, people say, you know, like, and the 30-minute run is really, like, it could be at any pace, you know. Like, some people, one of my, one of my problems that I have is I can't run too slow. If I run way too slow the day before... I'm just going to be very, very, very not bouncy the next day. And for me, that is an issue. And I know a lot of people can like to just jog slow the day before, but I, I can't do that. I have to run like good, you know, I, I, at least seven or minute pace or a little bit faster. Certainly not anything eight minute pace, you know. I can even run 620, 630s, and, it, and I still feel real good doing it. Uh, but like I said, I'm just trying to tune up the body to make sure that... Um, you know that that I'm fully ready and and I do some strides and I do the strides so that you know uh, 30 second strides or something like that like that I'm, I'm, I'm reminding the body that hey this is the pace that we have to run tomorrow so I usually start at the pace that I'm gonna run tomorrow and then I try to get a little bit faster and I try to not look at the watch I try to like guess um, how fast I'm gonna run and uh, and then uh, then I try to, you know, try to just just try to get legs going. And then I try to accumulate two two minutes of, of running at race pace. That's all. I'm not trying to get myself fatigued or anything like that. I'm just trying to get those. So anyway, guys, uh, the, that that pretty much solves, you know, like to get the strides done on a, fr on a, on a Friday. And then it's, you know, then it's race time, whatever, you know, if your race is is on um, Sunday you can move things a little bit different but the point is the main point is it doesn't really matter what you do uh, as long as you experimented before with and you know how your body is gonna respond then you're gonna be successful okay now you can always try to change some things if you feel like something's off or something's not so good you know it, it doesn't really matter just make sure that you stick to the same program and and you know make sure that you you are you don't try new things you know you just you know exactly how you're gonna do it when you're gonna do it and and, and just do it um, so it's pretty simple in, in terms of that now during the race week a uh, few things that always go into my mind uh, usually are uh, you know race week it's it's, it's a visualizing uh, the success that I'm gonna have on a race day okay it's very very important
important to visualize that because you're not gonna have you're not gonna have success if you don't see yourself having success if you don't see yourself um, winning or expecting a certain best effort or competing whatever that you are seeking for that's why you go to a competition you are seeking something right you're seeking whether you are seeking a PR whether you are seeking to find out your current fitness test whether you're seeking prize money whether you're seeking the competitive advantage whether you're seeking uh, rankings whether you're in some standings you know whatever that you have that like you, that's your motivation right and your motivation is 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 very important but it's not the most important thing your discipline is very important okay motivation it go, comes and goes right but discipline always stays there so you still get it done whatever you need to do because you have a good discipline um so yeah in terms of in terms of those things i'm i'm, I'm really um looking for um for you know for you guys to to do your best and, and that's i just wanted to tell you what goes into my mind and how my mind you know focuses and, and, and concentrates on a race day i visualize i i see myself you know if i've run the course before already i know where i need to be how i'm gonna run you know what i'm gonna do how i expect to feel like these are all things that you know we got nothing to do with overthinking or anything like that but preparing and knowing that hey you know i expect even that day off um, for my body that is a, a signal for my body to know that hey today's day off guess what oh last time there was a day off we had something big going on so it, i'm sending my body a message already in my mind that hey saturday or you know we need to push we need to run as hard as we can right um, so these are the things that I'm always doing and I'm always you know trying to, to send the message to to the body you know like hey you know this this is this is showtime 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 means you go to a race you have fun you get the best out of yourself and you enjoy the whole experience you love what you do and that's what you know that's what I love the most about the running you know I like the showtime I like the, the race adrenaline the experience you know to me that's there's a nothing nothing you know as good as the runners high on a race day um, so you need to make sure that you know you're you're fully you know you fully tapered you're um, you're ready to go and um, yeah and you know what you're gonna get exactly on a race day and, push hard um, now of course nothing's ever guaranteed no matter how much sometimes we prepare we just don't have the best day or you know maybe we have a sub party or whatever and that's fine too you know like then you just adjust you just adjust each time it's not a disappointment it has never been even when I went to Washington DC and I ran a 109 
part of me was very satisfied because that's what I opened up my season with. You know, I you know this this 2022. I forget what happened last year. You know, last year is last year. Last year is a new old is gone. It'll never come back. So there's no reason to even think about last year. What am I this year? Who am I this year? I am a 109 guy right now as I'm sitting in this car for this year. Last year I was a 106 guy. Now I'm a 109 guy. This weekend I go and I try to change and I try to become somebody else. And you know, like, so currently who I can become now. And then that's who I am, you know, this season. And then I try to improve on that and so on. It, it, it never really stops, guys. I always keep pushing it. I always keep... Um, you know, like trying to find out my limits and, and, and see what I can do. And, and, and always I see other people doing well and I'm happy for them. And, and that just shows they're showing you guys that like, hey, we all can do it. We can do it. You ever heard of that uh, joke that we all can do it? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, um, you can do it. I remember, you know, it's just think about it sometimes. We all come from nowhere we all start from nowhere and we just practice our habits we practice our running we practice everything i i always practice this taper a few times a season because i need to know that it works exactly every single time how i expect it to so when i go to a race right i already know how i'm gonna feel based on this taper based on how my program works you know, I know exactly what I'm going to get. So I predict. That's very important for me. I don't want to go in the race week or race and, and have all these things, unknown, uh, you know, environments or unknown things that I have no idea what's going to happen. I need to know, like, the less I have to think and do, the more free my brain is. And I need my brain to be free on the race day, on the race week. I need to... You know, be able to make sure that I, I'm feeling excited, that I am, I am fresh. I don't need to worry about 300 things on the race week. Um, just don't need that. You know, uh, I want to have fun, and I, and honestly, I want. And I, if you're gonna remember one thing, guys, out of this podcast, and I'm gonna tell you that right now, the most important thing that you can get out of it is you have to be a competitor everything is goes out of the window when you go to a race look the watch is important all of that is important but that's not the most important thing when you go to compete you know and there's two different things between racing a time trial and competing when you compete it doesn't matter what splits you're running it's like you got to run with the group and you got to beat them and whatever the group does is what you're gonna have to do they don't care that your threshold is a at six minutes a mile or whatever that your threshold is they don't care that they're gonna run the race to try to beat you right and if you can't respond you're not gonna beat them and you're gonna end up running your time trial out there and it that and, and really you're not racing you know you got to be going out there and and really really just be able to like run that's why i say hey train the way you're gonna race and the way you expect to race right like if you expect to you know to do certain things 
in training, then do them, you know, then do them in training because you're going to have to do them in the race. You know what I'm saying? So like, just, just, just be ready, you know, everything in the race day, everything is going to, you're going to have to push hard and that's just part of it, you know, and, and, and you got to get yourself ready. You got to, you got to be able to do that in training as well because you're not just going to go to a, a race and do things you've never done in training. You're just not. Now you can do like when we do like a five mile tempo or like a, you know, seven mile worth of stuff in practice at like race effort, race pace, we're able to do that, you know, because that's like the maximum amount. But when we taper and adrenaline and then and, and, and all these things, when you go to a race day, allow you to possibly withstand that pace for the whole distance okay and 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 that's the beauty of tapering and that's the beauty of of pushing the limits and i'll tell you this i'll tell you from my personal experience um even when i ran my pr um, i've run it a few times different kind of ways of prs but in this particular like when i ran my 106 pr I I actually ran a positive split race, and I don't. And I know some of you might say, "Well, what does that really mean?" And I mean, like I went out hard with the group, with the competitors, and then I ended up running by myself and suffering the last six miles. Now, was that my best choice? Probably not. But I had to make a decision. When you go to a race, you're gonna have to make a decision. Like the decision that you don't know that you're gonna have to make until you actually start the race and you feel the competition in the first mile. You you're gonna have to make a decision. Hey, I'm going for my thing, or hey, I'm staying in this group, or hey, I'm doing this pace. You gotta make a decision. And like last year, there was some guys that went out at 455 pace or you know first three miles, and I, I was like, I don't know what to do, you know. Like, and I made a decision. I said I go with them, and, and I and then I paid the price. I was running 520s the last few miles, but because I banked it so much, you know, like say put the money in the bank, I had so much cushion, you know. I had I I was really on 105 halfway. But I knew that even when I ran like on 109, you know, like the, the last five miles, I honestly was only running on like 109 pace. But but that still allowed me to like run a 106 because I was going out on 104 like first few miles, you know. So it's like you just have to know how the course plays out and, and, and adjust on that, you know. So anyways, uh, and also... What you have to do on the race week is, even if it's a half marathon or marathon or whatever, I always carbo load a little bit more than I would uh, usually. So that way it allows me, you know, to make sure that my glycogen stores are fully, fully full and that I'm able to, you know, be rocking, ready to rock and roll um, um, in the race. Now, I've covered a lot of topics on this one, 
um, and I hope that I was able to help you I hope that you have your own system because all I did today was basically told you that hey, I have my system where I go three weeks on one week taper and then I do some sort of time trial or a race I like that because uh, every three weeks and this is when I'm not racing or, or my schedule is not as full sometimes you know we get races more often you know once or twice a month and then that goes off a little bit but to me honestly a race is just another opportunity it's it's why i train so that i can race it's got nothing to practice in racing it's the same thing for me is uh you've got you have got to think that you can never think that those are two different things racing and 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 and, and training they're the same thing um and you have to treat it that way you know and you have to see yourself being able to do what you think you can't do and so much of that is is just mental and physically i know that physically is you know like competition is not physical okay like meaning like the training is and training is everything but in the competition you know you you already know that you you've already physically competed you, your body's ready but in a competition it's all mental all mental you have got to you have got to find a way for your brain to you got to put that body at certain pace early in a race race strategy you have got to set it up to hey it needs to be at this you know it needs to be here there and blah 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 you have got to put it exactly where you think it needs to be and then you have got to maintain so think of your body as of like some sort of horse or something like that you, you and you're the jockey right you, you you've got to like uh, put that horse in a correct uh, heart rate or correct effort in a race and if you don't that the horse will not win okay so you have got to be able to do that and a lot of times I say we all of the best even all of the best runners sometimes what we make we make a slight mistake early in a race and and that could cause you know problems in the long run uh, you know going out too fast is, is, is probably one of the biggest mistakes that we all make as as, uh, as runners um, so I think that you know we need to be um, very, very, very careful to to make sure that we don't make um, those mistakes because that mistake is is gonna be costly. Uh, especially, it depends on what race you have. Like you have like a marathon where even if you make a mistake quick, you can kind of like get back, right? But kind of in a half marathon, um, which I'm focusing on in terms of right now, is there really isn't like, you know, you don't want to make it like, you only have like five minutes to correct the issue. So even if you, because look, what happens is you start a race, right? And you get your heart rate and all that. You go out there and like your heart rate is like, it, it, basically your lactate is climbing up from that first mile and you're not going to get your heart rate to your race pace right away you just not you, you it's going to take you like some time right but so like as you're getting as you're getting that that heart rate um, 
to there like your lactate is rising okay and right around mile one two or one probably one and one or one and a half i think you you come to the edge of your heart rate right and that's the heart rate that that you can possibly uh that you can maintain right so and then you have to stay there now if the course is up and down or somebody makes moves your heart rate will go up and down so you got to be able to kind of know exactly hey i'm on an edge like if somebody if somebody makes the move i can't cover this move because his or you know his threshold is higher than mine so you can't really like fake anything in a race especially in a long distance race you 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 can't do it okay uh you you have got to be comfortable at the speeds you have got to be comfortable at doing those things otherwise you stand no chance okay you stand no chance so if you're racing against somebody that's threshold is five flat and yours is five ten guess what you you physically can't beat that person you you can only hope that he makes a mistake that he you know blah 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 and that's the only way you would beat that person but but in terms of beating that person if he executes his plan and you execute his plan you still can't beat him so everything depends on your lactate threshold and uh yeah i think that's that's uh that's it guys anyways i hope that you've enjoyed this conversation this podcast it's been a long one i've been driving you know from place to place just running some errands um so usually my mind thinks the best when i'm able to drive i do apologize um you know for the sound in the background and things like that um but 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 I hope that you have a wonderful day. I hope that you experiment your tactics and um yeah, have a good day. Bye.